And while I'm standing there waiting for him to get his camera ready, I just all of a sudden just felt like somebody hit me on the head with a hammer. And, um, and you know, I, I reached up and, you know, I reached up and touched my head and I felt a hole like right on the top of my head on the center. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. I am. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out. You're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of MartialArtsMedia.com, George Faree. Hey, this is George Free, and welcome to another episode of the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast, episode number 40. Today, I travel over to the east, but the east of the United States, all the way to Florida, and I'm speaking with Ardell Rafai from Combat Performance and Fitness. How are you doing, Ardell? I'm doing great. How are you, George? Good morning. Awesome. Doing great. Cool. So you've got an exciting... It's exciting and horrific story to tell. <laughs> so, yeah. but let's. But before we get to that, let's just just uh, give us a bit of a background. Who is Ardell Rafai? <laughs> well, I'm a 38 year old male, five foot ten. <laughs> no, I um, I I I am um, I'm the son of Egyptian immigrants. I grew up in, um, in New Jersey in the United States and uh, moved down to Florida about the time I was 29 going on 30. And like I was telling you before, I, I grew up just kind of fascinated with martial arts, but it was just kind of something I uh, admired from afar and watched movies. And I was involved with other sports and activities growing up. And then when I moved here and kind of started the next chapter of my life, I just kind of decided, well, this is something I've always wanted to do. So I'm going to check it out. And I you know, just went to a gym and Hit a heavy bag for the first time and just, you know, signed up for a karate program. And then for the next four and a half years after that, I just, I was there five, six days a week, just training and wanting to get better, wanting to get better. And then from there, I got my black belt and then I got a black belt in kickboxing. And then I started competing in Muay Thai fights. And now I'm teaching kids. <laughs> so the circle's complete, I guess. Um, but, you know, I just, uh, I do internet marketing also, and I, I, I work with small business owners and kind of teach them just the basics. And um, and the martial arts is just kind of my passion and hobby on the side. So so how did you, when did you actually, just, how did you actually decide that, all right, you, you're doing the martial arts and now you're going to start teaching? Uh, you know, it was just one of those things where it's just one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. I just, uh, I... My, I had a lot of instructors and they were so good about spending so much extra time outside of class with me to help me train and, uh, put in extra work one on one and all that. And so when I kind of, you know, moved on from going to the classes or actually eventually they, they discontinued the adult program. But I, I, um, I have a little brother through like a volunteer program here called Big Brothers Big Sisters. And so I signed him up for the karate program and I, you know, I would go and I just started initially just watching. And then, um, 
the head instructor, you know, she offered, you know, you're allowed to, you know, you can jump on in and help out if you want. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, you know, I don't want to impose. And I started just kind of helping out with the class here and there. Um, and, and then eventually I just kind of just started volunteering my time two days a week. It, it just, it just kind of happened that way. Um, it just seemed like the, the thing to do, you know, to, to start giving back after people invested so much time in me over the years. So comeback performance and fitness, is, is that a, you mentioned it's a part-time business for you, right? Is it only you in the business or? Oh, no, no, or? no. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't own it. I just, uh, I just help out. Uh, I help just teach the kids karate program there. They've got, um, uh, it's a friend of mine owns that business and they've got, uh, jujitsu and Muay Thai and kickboxing and then adult fitness classes and kids programs. I, I help out with just the kids karate side and then, uh, I help coach some of the, the fighters as well. You've been in the martial arts industry for quite a, quite a while and you recently had a, a bit of an ordeal, I believe. Yeah, we, um, my, my kickboxing coach is also, um, a video guy. He does uh, video editing and stuff like that. And the last couple of years we've been doing, uh, we started doing a series of videos, like action videos to help. And he's been using them to promote different organizations, uh, that he's involved with on the martial arts side. Uh, so, you know, we did one video where it was, you know, a guy, uh, it was me and uh, my girlfriend and it was, you know, I was pretending to be a bad guy attacking her. And it was kind of a lighthearted, funny video. And, you know, she beats me up and we, we started doing another one, another kind of, um, action video to use for promotion. And we were, we got the choreography down and then we went out, uh, to a park out in Tampa to just kind of scout the area, uh, for when we start filming it. And, you know, once we kind of, figured out what we wanted to do. We were just kind of walking around um, looking at the sunset and I was getting ready to leave. I had a bad headache that day and I told Mark, you know, I'm going to get going. My head hurts. And he's like, well, just hang on. It's a really nice sunset. Let's just take a, a picture real quick. And I said, okay, sure. You know, let's, you know, I'll just take a picture and then I'll head out. And so while I was standing there, you know, it's, it's, it's sunset, it's daytime and we're standing right next to a children's museum and a dog park. It's a really nice area. And while I'm standing there waiting for him to get his camera ready, I just all of a sudden just felt like somebody hit me on the head with a hammer. And, um, and you know, I, I reached up and, you know, I reached up and touched my head and I felt a hole like right on the top of my head on the center. And just, uh, I stayed conscious, but my body just kind of at that point just um, kind of gave in and just, I kind of collapsed to the ground and, my friend and his wife, you know, they, they had heard a gunshot. And so they turned around to look in the direction that they heard that noise. And when they turned back around, they saw me collapse to the ground and just, you know, start bleeding. And, you know, my friend was, you know, quick thinking and he took his shirt off and put it on my head to stop the bleeding. And he called the police and the ambulance. And, um, yeah, next thing I know, I'm being rushed to the hospital and there's eight, 10 pairs of hands on me, you know, doing all sorts of tests and whatnot. And, um, luckily, you know, nothing serious happened and, and, um, I'm fine, uh, today. So just backtrack there. So you, you got a, you got a bullet to the head and, and you, you're saying the next thing you realize you're being transferred to the, the, the police are there and they take you to the hospital. Are you actually conscious at this point? 
Yeah, I was completely conscious, but I guess my body was just kind of in shock. I wasn't really um, panicking or anything. I don't know. It just it, it happened very, very fast. I was calm the whole time. And yeah, I was I was conscious the whole time. I never uh, passed out. But uh, when I think back to it, 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 it all it's all kind of a, a little bit of a blur. I'm not really sure how I stayed awake the whole time. Now, how how do you recover from that? And and, and well, you know, uh, so many questions. But let's talk about that. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was fortunate. It, it wasn't serious. You know, it didn't go through the skull and into my brain. Obviously. Um, it um it, it basically went as deep as it could without breaking the skull. So um you know they took the X-rays and they didn't find any bullet fragments. I, I just I guess I just got lucky. I had a really bad headache for you know a week after that and some panic attacks. But in terms of just like health and everything, um, I got lucky. I I dodged a bullet, George. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, I just, I got lucky. It, it was a really deep one. It didn't break the skull and, um, and that's it. I, um, you know, a, a, an inch, a few millimeters one way or the other, and it would have been a different story, I guess. Wow. Now, do you, do they know, and, and I guess I should just give a shout out to Kevin Rogers from Coffee Chief. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. he was the one that, that shared, that shared your story and, and, uh, put me in touch with you. So, so just, uh, thanks to Kevin for that. Do they actually know who who did it? Was there, you know, someone had intention to do it? Or was it kind of, you just caught a uh, flying bullet? They 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 found nothing, um, surprisingly. Um, we were right on the river walk right next to the water. So our guess is that, you know, it, it went into the water after it hit me, you know, because if it had landed in the ground anywhere, they hopefully would have found it. But... You know, we think it went into the water. They didn't find anything. They didn't find anybody. The video cameras in the area didn't pick up anything. Um, it was just uh, nothing. You know, I we heard it and we saw, you know, commotion in the area that we heard it come from. And then, you know, as I kind of was falling, I turned around and saw some people running in the distance. Um, but they, the, the police never were able to I, identify anybody or find any video of any, like the security cameras in that area because it is a public park the cameras didn't pick up pick up anything so nothing that's fascinating so now yeah. how's how's life changed for you since since the incident you know the, the first few days it was kind of uh well i mean the first week was just dealing with a bad headache you know <laughs> and after that went away after that went away it, just, it was kind of um you know just reevaluating everything and you know just thinking about you know, what I want to do moving forward and what I want to stop doing that I've been doing. And you know, just everything just started. Yeah, I mean, you have to kind of uh, uh, stop and take a look at everything that you've been doing up to that point, you know, when that happens. Um, you know, and so I just made a effort to move on. I went and visited my brother just to clear my head. And that was, you know, a really good visit for me. And, you know, I came back to Florida and just, you know, just made the decision that I need to just move forward my life in all aspects because I was laying in that hospital and it was just occurring to me that, you know, I could easily be dead and I was thinking about how my life would end in that moment and all the loose ends I had and I just, I wasn't happy with, uh, with uh, how things were in that, in that moment, you know? So, 
you know, just been kind of just making an effort to uh, to live a little more urgently, and you know, and then of course the bill started rolling in, and you know, it, you could only be like uh, have a little bit of euphoria before some stress gets poured back in your lap. <laughs> so, um, but it, it's been fine. I've I've been I think handling it fine uh, psychologically. And the reason the reason I'm asking this is just for myself as well because um, I was 20, I think it was. I can't recall. I was 27. I think it was 27 or 28, and 26. <laughs> I can't. I can't recall. It's a blur. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I I had a I was in a in quite a in a car accident where I was unconscious for a few days and uh, I broke two neck vertebras and I had bleeding on the brain. Or I had a hemorrhage basically, and um, and I was so medicated. I, I I actually thought this was all funny until. Until a doctor walked in and he was looking at me and, and giving me my medication and, and he, and he laughed. And, uh, and I was intrigued and I said, why are you laughing? And he said, because he said to me, because people like you, we normally don't, we don't operate. We don't operate on. And I said, why? And he said, because you're dead in two days. And he walked off. <laughs> and, really? And, oh my God. <laughs> and, and that's all he said. And, and, and my smile dropped. And and it's it, it's probably the it's it's probably the biggest you know everything in my life changed at that point uh, you know that was the first time it really hit me and exactly what you were saying how you were you know just realizing that you could have been dead that that was the moment I decided to immigrate I traveled to the United States I'm, I'm oh, in Australia okay. now but but it was you know when I when I trace things back the biggest decisions I've made in life was due to that one incident, which is, which is why I'm really asking you, like, what's, you know, what's, what's changing for you? Because now you're saying, all right, so you're living with a bit more urgency and, you know, there's things that you, you don't want to put on hold and so forth. So what's the, yeah. what, what are those core things? You know, what are you, what's, what's going to be different for you from, from here on? Um, well, we got the, I guess, professional side and the personal side. Um, the professional side, I, I think, you know, I was a little bit of a lack of self-confidence was holding me back from uh, pushing my business in the direction that I wanted to go with it. I was kind of staying stagnant within. You know, I wasn't really sure that I uh, had what it took or what it, what it takes to do what I wanted to do with my business, which was kind of take it overseas and start... Um, Introducing internet marketing to certain third world countries, you know, where it would make more of a difference, more of an impact. Um, but I guess it kind of intimidated me in the past. Um, you know, after that happened, it's like, well, <laughs> you know, I need to, I need, I need to get moving with that, with that plan. Um, you know, because I have this intention to try to help people and I keep putting it off and, you know, I, I could be dead any day now and, and that's, you know, it's kind of selfish, I think, to to hold off on doing something like that. Um, personally, uh, there is this lovely woman in my life that I was honestly just scared to uh, to be with, to pursue a, a real relationship with. And I was laying in the hospital, and you know, and she was one of the few people that I was thinking of. And you know, a half hour later, she shows up, and she's standing at the foot of my hospital bed. And, uh, you know, and it just, it, it, uh, it hit me hard that I was screwing up a very integral part of my life and, uh, 
and not moving forward with that. So I'd say those two things mainly are, are what really uh, stood out of my mind in the weeks leading, uh, the weeks afterwards. It, it really puts things into perspective, doesn't it? You know, you, it, it's so easy to just get caught up in the moment and you, I, I guess you, and, and this is a deep conversation. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, it's getting I'm, deep, George. <laughs> 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 we don't want to get the tissues out. <laughs> but, but, but hey, it's, it's, I guess it's an important topic because, you know, look, everybody here talks, you know, we talk about martial arts business. That's, that's what the podcast is about. Um, you know, we yeah. talk about martial arts business. You know, I'm also big involved in the martial arts, uh, well, in the internet marketing side. We, we got, uh, like the martial arts media academy where we help school owners learn about digital marketing and how they can use lead, online lead generation in a strategic manner and I'm back yeah. to use services and so forth. So that's, that's always the topic here. But, you know, it's, it's so easy in life to just get caught up. And especially in business, you get, you get so caught up in the, in the now and the, the problems. And sometimes it's just perceived problems because, you know, at first, it's really first world problems. You know, I come from South Africa where I'm used to, where, you know, hunger is a problem. You know, people are fighting for their, you know, not for, where, where am I going to charge my iPod? Um, but there's actually kids that are that are seriously hungry. They they're trying to figure oh, yeah. out where the next meal comes from. So yeah. I guess I guess and this is what I'm really trying to get out of this, this this conversation with you is it just gives perspective because you think you've got problems and you think you're going a certain way, but in in a snap it could just be taken away from you, like with yourself. And I mean it's not that you were you weren't even doing anything. You would just happen to be there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. It um it definitely does add a lot of depth to the way you, you look at things, you know. Yeah, and like like with you with your accident, when, when you actually do realize that, you know, it could have been over in a second. Like when you actually feel it, it, it does take on a different meaning. You know what you're gonna get up and do the next day. Tell me your uh, a bit about your business. So where do you see yourself going, going with, with your business? You were saying you, you're looking at opening up in different countries and how does martial arts still play a role in your life now moving forward? Well, I think martial arts is always going to be in my life one way or another, right? You know, it, it started out with, uh, from a selfish standpoint where it was me wanting to just learn and learn and learn and, and be a martial artist and compete and get better. And then, uh, I guess with anything, I guess once you reach a certain level of proficiency and, you know, you're, you're good at it, then other people start looking to learn from you and, you know, hopefully you, you know, turn around and, and help them gladly. And so I, I guess now I'm kind of like in between, like I'm uh, partially, I'm still, I'm learning, competing. I'm also teaching adults as well as kids. Um, but specifically, I, you know, there's been so many classes that have ended and I've been driving home and thinking about like what I learned that day or, you know, what one of the instructors said and, uh, obviously, you know, running it through my head and, you know, I'll realize that it applies to something specific going on in my life right now, something with my business, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where I guess martial arts is, it's so personal, you know, it, 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 it that it kind of just transcends just the physical movements and it just, it applies 
like all parts of your, your life. Um, at least that's what I found. So, you know, the more it's, it's, it's you know, I, I've always read books and tried to like grow the person and, you know, read business books to get better internet marketing. But sometimes it's just like a martial arts class after I've been like kicked a few times and I'm driving home and I think about, you know, a lesson I learned with the sparring and, uh, and I apply it to what's going on in my business. And it's, it's just interesting how it kind of works in a roundabout way like that, I guess. Um, but yeah, with, with the actual business side of it, with internet marketing, uh, like I was telling you, uh, I work with small business owners, like people that are basically new to internet marketing and, and teach them just how to get their business online, you know, how to market themselves online. And then if they want to go any further after that, to, you know, in detail or become an expert in any specific niche, then I'll, I'll you know, refer them to somebody. And then just like a little while ago, it occurred to me that, you know, I could, you know, anybody can teach somebody how to make a hundred, two hundred, three dollars a month. You know, that's that's not hard, but that's not something you can live on, at least in the U.S. or Australia, right? But in a third world country, you know, three, four hundred dollars a month is is life changing. You know, that that'll change the life of an entire family, a small village, and so it um that's that's where I want to go with this eventually, is to start introducing it to you know countries where it's going to have a, a much larger impact, you know, those third world countries where they don't really have a good economy, but they learn internet marketing and all of a sudden they're connected to the, the, the first world, you know, the developed economy. And now that money is being funneled to the areas that need it most. That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. For sure. Hey, Otto, it's been awesome talking to you. Now I, I know you've, you've, you've had a bit of a, you've had a bit of a setback. I mean, you know, you, you're instructing part-time, you're getting your business going and so forth. And I, 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 I know you've been hit with some heavy duty medical bills yeah. going through your ordeal that you did with, it wasn't bad enough to deal with. You've you got all that. So I, I just want to give a shout out, you know, for anybody listening, if anybody can help you support, I know you put up a GoFundMe page. Is, is that right? Uh, yes and no. It's actually, um, the site I'm using is a you, uh, what is it? You, youcaring.com, okay. Y-O-U-C-A-R-I-N-G. Uh, I was looking into some of the different sites, and, and uh, youcaring was the only one I found that doesn't take a percentage of the donations uh, to run the site. So that's been, like, the best option, you know. And do you have the link? Yeah. It's it a bit of a long help? link. Yeah, but it's, it's youcaring.com uh, slash autorefi, A-D-E-L. R E F A I dash eight three six four one one. Okay, I'll tell maybe, you what you're gonna. Maybe I'll you could put you, the link up with your podcast. I'll tell you what you're gonna do for anybody listening. <laughs> what what we'll do is um, one we'll create a short link. So firstly, for okay. anybody listening, you can just go to the show notes. The show notes is at martialartmedia.com forward slash forty. But I'll also create a just a link shortener. Um, for that. So it will just be martial, martialartmedia.com forward slash Adel. Uh, it's A-D-E-L. But, I mean, you can spell it however you want on the link. I don't care. A-D-E-L. 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 You know why? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you, it's, I, I, turned it, I, I turned it into two A's to make sure that I pronounce it properly. <laughs> oh, I got you. Your, your little phonetic notes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's that was that was the genius hack that I that I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, but, no, but yeah, like um, yeah, the bills just started coming in and they're still coming in, and it's just uh, yeah, it um, it started to get a little overwhelming, and I was trying to figure out a way to deal with it, and then a friend of mine suggested setting up a you know a fundraiser page, and you know honestly, I wasn't really comfortable with it at first and I you know I set it up and I just kind of left it there and I don't know eventually I just decided I need to swallow my pride and ask for help and you know if somebody wants to donate they will and if they don't they won't you know um I but you know the response so far has been so uh so great um it's it's it's, it's been overwhelming I'm just so appreciative and uh you know, um, whatever whatever comes in is gonna help, and I, I truly, truly appreciate it. And you know, I'll obviously, do my best to pay it forward at some point when I'm able to. But any help, man, I could use. I know it's I know it's an awkward thing to do, right? You know, it's the last. Yeah. It's kind of the last thing you want to you want to do is like, oh, you know, I don't want to really. I'm in a situation, but I don't really want to ask for help either. You know, because you've got your like you're saying, it's a pride thing, and you just just don't want it but sometimes you just gotta my, my girlfriend always says to me you know everybody always some way got in hand somebody reached out and helped you know whether it's in business or something there's always someone that's actually stepped in and and helped someone pull through to a next level in life so you know if there is anybody that can help awesome you know i'm just uh thought sort of be great to speak to you and and, and get your story and and really give it some context because it's, it's something that could happen to anyone literally i mean you could be anywhere in the street and and be in the same situation so yeah if there's anybody that can help otherwise it's been awesome speaking to you Adol. yeah you too george thank you so much and i hope to connect with you soon and, and good luck with the business as well yes thanks very much i'll definitely keep in touch and and, and best of luck with you uh, to you as well chat soon That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com.